Hey guys, it's Ed. I'm coming to you live from the Drunk Gossip Studios. But this episode's not actually live. I wanted to do a deep dive into the R. Kelly story. Um, and just kind of refresh your memory on what's going on because it's still a big story. Um, it's, it's developing, um, as I mentioned once already, we have, um, an investigation going down, going on down in Florida now. Um, there's also some talk that there might be an FBI or federal investigation. Um, you know, every time I say, um, Will just goes crazy, this is why I, like, when you see the vlog, there will be no ums, because he's going to make me have production notes, and I'm pretty sure he's going to make me start recording the podcast in front of him, that way I have to have production notes for that too, um, so that's the thing that's happening, um, but the, there's also where that the federal government wants to get involved, um, and, and make an example of R. Kelly. Uh, so, what we're going to hear about in this episode are, um, some things like, um, how the documentary Surviving R. Kelly really changed the narrative surrounding this man. We're going to hear about how artists started ditching him in record numbers. We're going to talk about... Um, how John Legend is the only person, the only celebrity who agreed to do the Surviving R. Kelly documentary and why that's a big deal. Um, And that's a big deal because John Legend really put his career on the line, but as he said, fuck pedophiles. You know, we we talked about how Chili from TLC refused to work with him. Um, you know, and there's just so much to this creepy, creepy story um, that it's just really sickening. And, it, it, you know, people... People will often write me, especially um, after the Brian Singer episode, where I basically call him out for what he is. I'm like, you can't say that. That's libel. No, it's not. These accusations are out there. Calling him a pedophile and me saying I believe the the survivors of the rape is not libel. It would be libel if I were pulling these accusations out of nowhere and saying R. Kelly fucks teenagers without any evidence. But there there is plenty of evidence. There's plenty, plenty of people who are out there saying yeah, R. Kelly fucks teenagers. You know, and it's just not okay. Um... So, I really hope you enjoy this deep dive. Um, if you have another deep dive that you want me to do, or um, another 
compilation episode that you want me to put together, feel free to email me. My email is ed at authoredanderson.com. Um, at some point, I will work on getting a drunk gossip email up and running. But for now, just send it there. Um, I The design for the the blog itself is pretty much all that I just need to test it and make sure um, that I can add the podcast and the vlog to it. That way you guys are getting a steady stream of episodes from me. And without further ado, my darlings, here is the nasty case of a nasty pedophile. Here is the story of R. Kelly. Um, it, just a quick note before I go. You will hear me say cheers a lot because most of the times I've talked about R. Kelly has been at the end of an episode. So um, don't stop listening. Keep listening. And um, so finally, let's get the episode started. I'll talk to you guys later. And I'm back. So, okay. At some point, this um, this segment could end up in a compilation episode. Um, and it, it always sounds weird to me when I, like, because I, you know, I, I switch things up and I put the big story last. So when I put together the compilation episode, sometimes... You know, I'll put put the like the first the first breaking story in first, and it's like, oh, I'll be right, you know, cheers, you know, my my sign off, and I'm like, this sounds so weird, um. So, you know, when when that happens, I'm gonna have to remember to do a new intro and just be like, hey guys. You're going to hear cheers, but that's not it. That's not the end of the episode, I promise. Um, So, let's talk about the big story, R. Kelly. Um, There was a documentary, a docuseries, whatever you want to call it, a mini docuseries. I don't know what the hell it's called. Um, I I mean, I know the title of it. It's, It's... Surviving R. Kelly, I believe. Yes, Surviving R. Kelly. It aired on Lifetime. It was massively popular. It, I'm, when I say massively popular, I'm talking it broke ratings records for Lifetime. Um, it was in the top... I think all three parts took up the top three spots on the um, most watched cable TV um, shows um list for Nielsen and this was just huge. This was a really big thing for a lifetime. And basically documented what those of us in the gossip industry already knew. He rapes and molest women, particularly young women. Um there's a rumor, and I don't even want to call it a rumor because I'm pretty sure that it's been proven already, um, that he was with Aaliyah, got her pregnant, and 
um, they ended up getting married. And eventually she got away. And, of course, tragically died. Um, we all love our Aaliyah. I, there are times when I, like, I'll just listen to her songs and be like, why? Why did you take her from us? Um, and, you know, there, there have been allegations that have popped up here and there, but nothing's really stuck. And according to N.T. Lawyer over at Crazy Days and Nights, it's because... R. Kelly has friends in high places and he knows secrets about these friends. So if they step out of line or they try to do something that he doesn't like, he has the little blackmail material. It sounds salacious. It it doesn't seem like it's really happening. But then, last summer, they discovered that these women were being imprisoned in R. Kelly's house. Um, and one of them, um, Jocelyn Savage, or Savage, I don't know how to say her fucking name, um, says that she was there of her own free will. And maybe she was, or maybe she thinks she was. But another victim, um, Asante McKee, says R. Kelly is a sweet person. R. Kelly being the person, the singing persona that we all see. But Robert is a douchebag hellion. And I can honestly see that. Um, so why are we talking about this now? Um, well, as I said in the beginning of the segment, the gossip world always knows what's going on first. We have our ears to the ground. And... We don't always run a story um, that has gone through a rigorous fact-checking. We we do our best, um, but mistakes happen, and, you know, sources are not always as reliable as we want. Um, but if you look at, like, um, the John Kelly story, the National Enquirer broke that, um... I I personally broke the fact that um, there were going to be no charges in the Ferguson trial. Um, Because I listened to what Anonymous said and I said, okay, you know, these people are right on. Um, I, I could go on and on with, you know, I did a whole story about how Sony was looking to buy All My Children in One Life to Live. And I got slammed for it. But it turned out Sony and Disney both admitted, yes, they were going to buy the soaps. Okay? So what I'm trying to say is um, we, we do jump the gun sometimes. But we're generally right on. So any lawyer has been saying on crazy days and nights for a long time um, that this creepy stuff has been happening. He was talking about the women um, that R. Kelly was molesting and whatever. And he also told us about, 
you know, these friends that were squashing these, um, for lack of a better word, um, these um, inconveniences. And uh, so now the rest of the world is catching up to us. Um, Georgia, police in Georgia are finally investigating R. Kelly. Um, Savage has been, or Savage, however you fucking say her name. Um, she's been ordered to turn up, um, for police questioning. Um, McGee is, is, um, cooperating with the police. And they're looking at other victims and talking to other people. To see what they know and whatever. And I think Michael K from Delisted said it best. It is a fucking shame that Lifetime is bringing about the end of R. Kelly. And, you know, it just sits with me like, you know, all these celebrities, Gaga, um, DJ Khaled, um, none of them wanted to participate in this documentary. John Legend was the only one who did because he didn't want to protect the rapist. And I applaud him for that. Because it took a lot of balls to do that. And that's going to do it for me for tonight. Um, It is 2.20 in the morning and I have to work (laughs) in probably six hours, seven hours. So I'm going to go. I am lifting up my martini glass to you all and saying cheers. And I'm back. Um, Hopefully I don't cough this time. But, you know, I probably will because that just seems to be my luck. Um, the old tea with honey trip did not work for me today. I'll probably try it again just because I never met, I never learned my lesson the first time. <laughs> so speaking of not learning from your past mistakes, um, yesterday we talked in the Drunk Awards segment, we talked about... Lady Gaga and her pulling Do What You Want, her collaboration with R. Kelly. And she replaced it with a version she did with Christina Aguilera. And I think I mentioned at the time of her collaboration with R. Kelly, um, like, it was a really big deal. Um, he joined her on Saturday Night Live, they performed it live together. Um, there was supposed to be a video and a single, and then all she tweeted was something, I don't remember the exact words because it was a long time ago, but she tweeted out something like, it sucks when you think you know someone and you work really hard on something, and it just doesn't um, end up going the way you want it to. So... 
um, planned for that to become a big single, which probably would have been a number one for her. Um, that's just, I think that's just the reality that we, we need to face here. But anyway, so she pulled it, um, she replaced it with the Christina Aguilera version, which seemed to please a lot of people. So now, <coughs> so now we're, we're dealing with, um, Post Malone, who says he won't, he wants to pull any the collabs that he's done with R. Kelly. And the Pussycat Dolls also want to pull their collaborations with him. And I get the gesture. It's good PR. It really is great PR to do this right now. But here's the thing. You were... Some of these people were asked to, to contribute to the docuseries Surviving R. Kelly. Every single one of them declined except for John Legend. <clears throat> I'm going to repeat that. Not because I had to clear my throat, but I just think the emphasis needs to be there. Every single celebrity declined to appear on Surviving R. Kelly except for John Legend. Now... Why is this important? It's not like these rumors and allegations have not been around for a long time. They have. They've been around for a very long time. Um, You know, there was a girl who accused him of peeing on her and getting off on that. This is not an attempt to kink shame. This is an attempt to point out these artists knew what they were doing. They knew who they were... Getting in bed with, so to speak. They chose to further their career by collaborating with him. That's all there is to it. That there, there is no argument here. This is what happened. You know, um, some people are going to tell me I'm wrong. Some people are going to insist their favorite artist didn't know. They knew. If a boy from Michigan knew, if a boy from Michigan heard these rumors, these artists heard that heard it. They knew. <clears throat> and we're not going to get better as a society by overlooking because we love Lady Gaga or because the Pussycat Dolls are just so amazing. We're going to get better by saying, okay, they knew they made a mistake. Let's not hold it against them. And that's what I would love. I would love just one artist to admit, yes, I knew. I fucked up. And move on from it. Um, you know, in that... Louis C.K. Um, had started out using that technique back when um, his Me Too moment happened. And I honestly believed he was going to be able to stage a comeback. But then he went all racist and horrible and, and killed that But. At least he had the balls to say, yes, I, I, I jerked my dick in front of these people. 
I shouldn't have done it. I'm sorry. I'm going to go away and I'm going to learn. Hopefully, some of these people can learn that lesson from him at the very least. And I'm learning to say goodnight. And thank you for listening. I'm raising my glass to you and saying cheers. And I'm back. Um, at some point tomorrow, um, when I'm not dead tired and recording at 1 o'clock in the morning for some weird reason, I'm going to try to put together a deep dive on R. Kelly. Um, so, and when I do that, I'll probably have to record a, a segment just to remind you guys. Because he's been the last segment in a lot of these, so I don't want there to be any confusion thinking, oh, every time I say cheers, um, the episode's over. Because it's going to happen a lot, probably. Um, like I said, I'll, I'll try to get that compilation together um, tomorrow for you guys. Because um, there's just a lot of information, and I realize that. Um, and y'all really seem to like the compilations more, the Demi more, uh, the Demi, the Demi more, oh Lord forgive me, the Demi Lovato one, um, blew up really big, the Brian Singer one is my most listened to of the week, and y'all know how much I recorded this week, um, so I'll try to get the R. Kelly one together for you, um, But Chili from TLC says, y'all can go down and mute R. Kelly, but she she done did that already. She did that in the 90s when he married Aaliyah. Um, and I, we've talked about this a little bit before. Aaliyah was only 15 years old when R. Kelly married her. And... And her parents signed off on it, but it just wasn't okay. And I don't know why um, people thought it was. It, it it just seems very weird to me that um, it was like, oh, here's this old ass man, and he's married to a fifteen year old, and it's okay because it makes sense somehow. It doesn't make no damn sense. Um, but Chili goes uh, a step further and says not only did she meet him but she refused to do any collapse with him because of this and you know first of all I don't think this woman gets enough credit like I love me some Chili I miss my TLC like I, I still listen to Crazy Sexy Cool all the time. Um, I know Scrubs is my jam. But after Left Eye, um, I think it was Left Eye who passed, right? Yeah, after Left Eye passed, um, it just wasn't the same. Like, you can, you can replace her, you can get a girl in there, 
But it's not going to be TLC anymore. It's going to be the TLC wannabe band. And I mean, I get it. Like, these women are very talented. And they shouldn't have to put their careers on hold or end their career because their friend died. Um, but whatever. Um, this is not about them. This is about R. Kelly. So, Chili... Chili said, hey, look, you know, as soon as he married the child, I said I wasn't doing any collabs with him. And she stuck to it. And as you've seen, TLC is one of the best-selling girl groups of all time. You know, and the same can be said about Lady Gaga. Not that she's a girl group, but she's one of the best-selling female artists of all time. But when you look at her sales before and after... After she released her song with R. Kelly, she took a, a big hit. Celine Dion did, too. Now, people are going to tell me, oh, there's mitigating factors here, and maybe there is. Or maybe, just maybe, people look at these women and said, you're, you're collaborating with a pedophile. We don't want to buy your music anymore. We don't want to support you anymore. And, you know, and that's fair. Um, At this point, I just think that there has to be some accountability for these people. Um, You know, again, I don't think that they should have to pay with their careers. And Lady Gaga made the right choice by pulling her collaborations. Um, And other people started pulling them, too. Um, But the question, I think, is... Did they do it too late? We're not going to answer that now. That's rhetorical. For now, I'm going to go. And I'm raising my martini glass to you and saying cheers. And I'm back. So, as I was talking about before, um, I I love to read all of this stuff and just kind of weave my imagination in and out here and there. And, um, another of the things I've been reading about is, of course, the R. Kelly stuff. I don't know anyone who is not aware of the R. Kelly stuff at this point. If you're not, essentially, um, he's being accused of rape and sexual assault, um, on minor women, on minor girls, I shouldn't call Um... And a lot of the people who supported him are being called out for for that support. Um, and one of the, uh, one of the most prominent people, especially right now, is Lady Gaga. So why is Lady Gaga one of the more prominent people at this point? The the short answer is. She is fully expected to um, pick up a ton of acting awards for her um, turn in A Star is Born. Um, leading up to an Oscar nomination. And at one point, she was the front runner to actually take home the gold. 
but now she's becoming enveloped in the the scandal and the drama that is this R. Kelly thing. And she's seeing her fortunes um, slowly slipping away. So what's happening? Um, the, the simple answer here is... Um, she, she made a song with him when she did our pop called Do What You Want. Um, and basically the song is Gaga telling R. Kelly that he's going to rape her anyway and she doesn't really care. Um, she's not going to, he's not going to have her heart. He's not going to have her mind. So he can take whatever he wants from her body. Um, there was a whole video shot, um, and depending on who you believe, um, some say she scrapped it herself after, um, a contentious meeting with R. Kelly, and others say no, the production, um, the record company shelved it because they didn't want to release it as a single. Whatever the case... That song has come back and is now tainting A Star Is Born and really dimming her chances of a win. And who's benefiting from this? Glenn Close. See, Glenn Close was not... She was in the mix, but she was not... She was like a dark horse. And suddenly... She is beating Gaga at the Golden Globes. She is... Um, tying with her at the SAG Awards. So what is what is going to happen come Oscars? A lot of people are saying that unless Gaga can change the conversation, um, she will be nominated for an Oscar because um, her performance was transformative. Um, and anyone who ever doubts that Gaga has talent need only watch her perform live. Um, There's no doubt that the woman has more talent in her pinky than most of us have in our entire bodies. But talent alone is not going to win. There's a lot of politics that go into winning an Oscar. And you have to play the game. And... You, in order to play the game, you have to know what the, that game is. So, to the end, Gaga has already started. Um, you know, she's won, I don't know, like 2,000 Grammy Awards. Um, I believe she's won an Emmy, maybe not. I don't want to do production notes right now. <laughs> but I, I just hear Will listening to this and like, if you did production notes, you would have known what she's won. I get it. But anyways, um, um, she's well on her way to becoming an EGOT. Um, so it will not be a big surprise when that happens. Uh, um, and what a lot of people are saying, oh, to that end, to what she's doing to change the narrative, sorry, got myself sidetracked there. Um, is she's pulling the R. Kelly version of the song and replacing it 
um, with a version she did with Christina Aguilera on The Voice. And hoping that that will change the, the topic a little bit. My guess is she will win an Oscar come Oscar night, but it'll be for Shallow, a best original song, not for best actress. Um, I'm going to go and I will be right back. And I'm back. So I hope that you got a lot of information out of this episode. Um, and breaking just before I publish, um, are more allegations against R. Kelly. Um, the FBI is looking into whether or not he broke federal law by flying, um, Azariel Clary over state lines. Um, basically back in May of May twenty fifth, twenty fifteen, she flew from Palm Springs to Orlando. There was a layover in Phoenix. Um and there's a lot of details to this, so let's get into it real fast. She flew US Airways. She left California at six fifty seven in the morning. And landed in Florida at 4.09. There's nothing about the Phoenix stop, but um, given what we learned about John McCain um, before he passed last year, we know that there's um, there's a federal law that says anything over a certain amount of miles, you have to make a stop. So um, that's probably what this is here. Um, probably just a mandatory stop. Um, the one layover I've had when I went to San Diego in October of 2017, um, was like 20 minutes. And I think all they were doing was switching pilots and refueling. Um, so the family of Azariel has said all of this was arranged by one of R. Kelly's assistants, that makes me wonder <clears throat> if he's committing the, if if he's being accused of the actual crime that must make the assistant an accessory of some sort because if she's planning this i guess the, there could be a an argument that she didn't know what was going to happen but i think that's a very weak argument um But the R. Kelly's camp doesn't think he did anything wrong. This is speaking of weak arguments, by the way. Um, R. Kelly's people say, mm, no, 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 no. We have a note from the mother. Because, you know, a note from a mother always excuses preying on minors. And a judge is totally going to say, okay, the mom said you could fuck her daughter, so that's all right. Um, here's the whole, here's a few holes in that. The first of which is, the letter is dated for September of 2015, not May. That's a big deal. That's a big time difference. Secondly, the note says care for, not have sex with. And... 
he's not being tried for having sex with with the girl. Or he's not being investigated for that, I should say. He's being investigated to see if he broke the laws that says you can't transport minors. That means anyone under the age of 18 for the purpose of having sex or selling them. Now, all of this being said, he's scared by so many other things. It's not hard to fathom that. Um, he gets he walks away from this mess too. But with surviving R. Kelly being um, such a smashing success and finally forcing those in Hollywood to push away from from him. I think that there's definitely a chance that he's going to um, face some sort of charges. Will he be acquitted or um, found guilty? That remains to be seen. Um, If his best defense is, I have a note saying I can take care of her. I don't know what kind of relationship people have with their parents. But I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure my parents would not say... Make sure you give him good dick. When they say, you know, take care of him, they mean make sure he eats. Make sure, you know, he doesn't throw himself in front of a bus. If he gets sick or gets shot, take him to the hospital. Not lay him down and pound him like he's bread dough. But maybe my family's just a little bit weird. All right, that's going to do it for me. Thank you guys for listening, as always. Um, if you like this R. Kelly deep dive, let me know. Send me a message at author at, Ander- at, ed at authoredanderson.com. And as always, I should be back um, sometime tomorrow with a brand new episode. Until then, cheers. <laughs>